Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back to discuss another episode of The Sandman on Netflix. We're getting close to the end. This is episode seven, The Doll's House, written by Heather Belson, directed by Andres Baez. Or Andreas Baez. I gave this episode an eight out of ten. It's probably one of the weaker ones for me but there were a few highlights it was a little weird right am i supposed supposed to think the weirdness is on account of rose being a vortex because that word was thrown around like 50 million times it was starting to become a drinking game i rated the episode 8 out of 10. we pick up the story arc after the amazing episode last week with rose walker rose walker is the granddaughter of unity who apparently has been asleep for a hundred and i don't even fucking know how long (laughs) she had encephalitis lethargica or something to that effect but she just woke up six months ago and the things that has happened are the reason in which rose walker is a vortex but we are skipping a bit ahead we begin the episode in 2015 when rose and her brother jed were right at the cusp of moving out of town and getting settled are separated because it seems that dad is a dick he's my son so (laughs) i need for my male seed to stay with me while mom goes with the daughter this is very sad for jed and rose who do not want to be separated and unfortunately this leads to jed going into foster care we skip forward to 2021 we find out both of our parents are dead and that jed has been placed in a foster well in the foster system but she doesn't know she has recently came into an inheritance from her mother however there's nothing left over after she bought her daughter an apartment to pay for a private investigator to locate her brother she is joined by her friend lita hall who i believe role is changed a little bit from the books there won't be any book spoilers on this one just in case you're wondering but she is her her next door neighbor roommate who also helped take care of rose when her mother got sick from cancer i believe We learned that Rose is 21 years old and it was kind of a catch it and blink moment. But if you recall, Rose is the person that was speaking to, I'm not sure what her name was, in 24-7, the one that smacked her girlfriend. Apparently she don't know she's deceased or maybe she does. And then damn does everyone seem to be dying around you at the same damn time because hector lita's husband is also dead (laughs) died in a car accident and she she uh accepts this rather 
Blasily, and I know that everyone mourns differently. And it's not to say she hasn't gone through her period of mourning, but the way in which she so effortlessly is like, oh, it's okay, we had a good life. I don't know. Maybe I'm just surprised at that reaction. <laughs> she seems to have made a lot of peace with it. Maybe that's what it is. She's made peace with it, and it maybe seems rather fast for that but then didn't she say it was a year ago maybe i'm getting the timelines mixed up because i know one was six months ago maybe that was rose's mother i would think at six months i'd be still a little bit of a mess especially if they met in college they seem to have had this uh, at least decade long relationship and then for that to be over i don't know i think that would take me <laughs> i mean uh, yes it gets easier of course but i feel like i'd still like it would still hit me if someone brought it up not not in the way she addressed it like oh it's all right no it's not moving on her friend is house sitting for her as they go to meet someone about a foundation possibly that's paying for her to go out there and possibly get a position or a job because she needs one if she has any intention of taking in her brother something that's brought up to her by a caseworker and i kind of felt as if lita herself should have brought that up to her <laughs> you y'all need to you say that you had attorneys but how did the attorney not advise you of this very simplistic thought process I understand where you're coming from on an emotional level and i like that they broke down the social worker because they have a tendency to show social workers as like horrible you know uh disenfranchised people and this lady was very empathetic but not sympathetic because she had her job to do so they go to the her and lita they go to this uh i stated social worker was that afterwards though i think it was afterwards when she went to her hometown which is named oh don't tell me somewhere in florida i know that much because <laughs> the one guy's like things don't change in florida <laughs> you're like oh yeah and crazy if there's crazy shit going on it's gonna happen in florida welcome to the rice fields motherfucker and i am talking about the culture not the weather my heart thoughts and prayers definitely go out to the the ones because i have quite a few friends that are in florida right now going through the hurricane so that was a a joke on the culture uh she then goes on a plane with lita and lita has the weirdest conversation ever <laughs> with this man on the plane and i thought like this is so overly familiar oh she's sleeping it's good because she hasn't been sleeping due to all these tragedies in her life and oh i've been through a tragedy too <laughs> and it turns out the entire time she was dreaming about her dead husband and aware of that so that was hector she's not the only person having weird dreams because rose on the car ride to the estate or foundation they believe 
has a dream where she begins to hear what's going on in the dreaming because at the beginning of the episode we saw morpheus pick up a book with rose walker's name on it lucian is going around taking inventory and stock now that the dreaming castle was very beautifully restored to its glory everyone is talking about the vortex because we get to see abel and uh goldie is that his name and they're concerned about this vortex because it could be the undoing of the dreaming it's a very serious situation she puts down those rumors but then goes to morpheus like a good politician and expresses her concern about possible vortexes being around and he's like yeah i know her name is rose walker she really looked at him like you don't think that you should share that information with me like we're a team or something i feel like that's gonna come to a head i don't know why (laughs) i just do especially after the comment Pumpkinhead made a little later on and they discussed the fact that they cannot go out and spy on her because the dreaming morpheus doesn't feel he's strong enough to be outside of his realm and that's probably factual considering he bluffed his way through getting his uh his shits back so matthew volunteers to spy instead and he agrees later on pumpkin shows up and it's like have you heard about this vortex because that's a problem and uh he learns that matthew's gonna go spy on her (laughs) and uh it's like just look for anything and everything that might be something or not something (laughs) he's like okay not specific at all and pumpkin says something interesting tell lucian prior to morpheus because we all know that it's you that truly runs this place and matthew's like yeah i'm cool with that i was cool from i was cool about that from day one moving back to rose she gets to florida with well no she gets to london and she meets up in this home and she's introduced to unity unity is like that dollhouse over there hasn't been played with it looks new because it turns out all those years ago i was one of the people affected by this sleep sickness and while i was under the sickness i had the most wonderful dreams i had a whole life i took over my father's business and i fell in love and got impregnated by a golden-eyed man where the fuck i am she said when i woke up six months ago everything else wasn't true except that baby turns out that baby went on to have another baby and that child was your mother and you are my grandchild and i thought if i actually told you the truth of the matter your ass would not show up but instead she's very happy to learn that she has additional family rose is and they all have a dinner but not before 
rose goes to find lita after she's like i'll give you a moment alone no stay no you're this is a you moment she hears someone calling her name and it's the fates once again who are trying to warn her because she's at a crossroads about the possible danger coming her way they mention to stay away from the dreaming and a house she's like why well you asked the wrong question we could have told you where your brother was we could have told you what a vortex is we could have gave you all the shits but instead you ask that and thus lita finds her in a closet and she says that she's just jet lagged one scene we did skip over back in the dreaming is lucian and forming morpheus that three of his creatures are missing one being galt the other being the corinthian which we already knew about and the last being someone called the green fiddler and they're most surprised by the green fiddler because it is out of character for this particular person to to abandon the dreaming so two of those we don't we've not heard of even though i'm aware of so i'm i'm excited to see them in the show at lunch unity says look if you need a job you can come work for me because i happen to be a billionaire because my family uh basically was in like we we made king k sugar that's us that's the brand i have all of the dollars technically they're your dollars too because we're a family and so i want to meet my grandson and i want you to locate him you'll need to hire a private investigator you just go down there and take care of it and i'll take care of all of the cash and she also gives her a ring an annulet which is odd because she just mentioned that in the dreaming and this is two times they were talking about weird shit happening in the dream and nobody decided to go what the fuck is going on that's when they go to florida matthew begins to spy on her at this point we meet Hal, who owns the bnb that they're going to be staying there's a array of crazy characters and i'm not sure because they said that as a vortex she can influence she can bring things from the dreaming world into the waking world is my understanding and so the two um shrouded women seemed off how could be real but it does feel like the other characters not so much and the way in which she's so ever so casually <laughs> lita as well accepts the oddity of it all like, we're gonna go out and we all know your business because that's something that's not weird at all lita and rose go to the facility she's like like i told your attorney i can't just give you confidential information she does assure her though that her brother was adopted by a family friend of her father's she mentions that they're getting 800 a month and that that should be enough to make you feel better <laughs> but i also like what the comeback was okay let's just play this out let me hear you out i give you what you want you go to see your brother what happens when he says i want to come live with you do you have a job do you understand what it means to take care of a 12 year old at your age you're 21 you barely even know who you you are yet and you don't 
have anything to offer that would give the court custody to you and thus you're gonna put your brother in a really rough state so maybe before jumping in and just wanting to see him maybe consider your approach and i appreciated that they then all go out to see how perform then outside rose is attacked randomly by two people with knives (laughs) and some some guy shows up what was his name i'm not quite sure i don't think he gave no he says he stayed at the yeah he's one of the the boarders at this weird bnb he did give a name but i don't remember what it was and he's like yeah you took care of yourself just fine but she looks like almost half asleep (laughs) is that is that intentional and then she goes back inside or he walks her back home uh matthew goes back to lucy and is like uh yeah i think something weird's going on because if her dreams are anything like her reality (laughs) later on rose hears why is she sleeping in a bed with well i guess if you're in the same room y'all couldn't get y'all couldn't afford she's a billionaire to get separate rooms but she overhears people talking except those people are dream or morpheus and lucian who are discussing her and they're concerned by the fact that they cannot locate jed walker anywhere he has somehow been severed from the dreaming and that shouldn't be possible she walks into the room like uh hey you're talking about me and also what do you know about my brother hello motherfucker the only other storyline to discuss is the corinthian story arc he is also on the hunt for rose walker she happened to be right out of town as he shows up at her doorstep he says that he is someone that is there to offer her a job and the house sitter is like i want to offer you myself he is able to see what rose walker looks like uh, even sees the deceased friend even sees jed give him all the tea because you was thirsty for the d he says he'll be back he is summoned away because he realizes someone is copycatting him and it leads to this group of serial killers that are hosting a convention and need a special guest they're looking for the corinthian or at least the current reiteration not realizing that he is a dream that can live 150 years and so one of the women decide that she is going to or she does murder the waiter to copycat him to get his attention even though one is concerned by the fact that you know hey if anyone copycatted one of us we would probably want to murder them because no one wants someone else taking credit for their crimes that one guy being like is that waiter too old like how old do you think he is 19 which is too old for you kill him do it shoot him corinthian shows up as they are showing off the eyeballs of the people that they recently murdered 
and he says can you tell me why i shouldn't murder you and when he realizes he has fans he's like can i can i add a plus one her name is rose walker and trust me she's gonna make all of our dreams come true oh and i cannot forget desire and uh despair the twins that look nothing like twins but it doesn't even matter i love everything about desire i know technically they're supposed to be a villain but i don't give a fuck everything about what i'm seeing (laughs) i absolutely adore just adore i'm loving the performance i'm loving the aesthetic i'm loving it all turns out they got a serious serious agenda we're trying to destroy morpheus they discussed the prodigal 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 there we go i finally know what that is because i've started on the second part of the book even though i wasn't the greatest fan of the first part i was like let me just i mean we've already gotten this far might as well even though there's part three coming out too but i digress uh as far as this goes it turns out that nada was part of desire's plan and that this latest capture with roderick burgess was equally part of desire's plan so they've been they've been trying to catch morpheus up for a while this is some this is beyond sibling rivalry right here (laughs) they trying to have him murdered they think that he is too arrogant and ruthless and not someone that they like he thinks his world is better than our world or anyone else's and they want to topple him off of his giant ego which i will say is a little bit curbed for this show i feel it much more in the books how his ego is when he's talking to people you're just like oh my god you're the worst (laughs) it'd be funny half the time but it also i could see how if he was related to him he would probably not be the one like you yeah yeah so we meet twin despair and i'm glad that they're both not nude and i'm glad that she had ripped her skin to show her excitement at the fact that they could get revenge on their brother and they talk about the latest plan being rose walker and since uh since this was a mysterious birth of unity i'm gonna guess that desire has something to do with it there was a brief look at jed and what he's going through and it's definitely not what the the social worker believes his foster foster father is a dick he runs away from home he asks for help from a neighbor the stepfather or foster father shows up grabs his gun out the trunk and is like you going in here i'm worried he shot that woman did he shoot that woman i hope he didn't shoot that woman and then her letting the kid go back i would have definitely i felt like he might have shot her though because i would have ran to the police like okay i just saw this little boy little black boy at that 
running down the road this is 2021 <laughs> all you gotta do is put on a camera okay i'm sure the media will do the rest maybe not maybe not in your state but certainly somewhere on the socials of the media i think i finally covered all of the bases uh, i don't see feedback from mimi for episode seven i even inquired about that i believe and she didn't answer so i'm guessing she just moved on to episode eight and nine and i understand after watching this episode not a whole lot to to really talk about other than the reveal but we don't really know what that means so if you want to send feedback for our next episode which is probably coming if not tomorrow the next day because we're going to finish this up this week blackrockhouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well and in case i didn't mention i gave this episode an 8 out of 10 <laughs> until next time peace hair grease and black or magic <laughs>